in today's show, we've got news about a Beatles documentary has been announced. Dave Smith is getting a window on Main Street. More Avengers Campus news, new meetups, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, trivia, and so much more all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome to the show. Before we get into it, I want to talk about our amazing sponsors and our sponsor, excuse me, sponsor. How do you say that singular? Sponsor, sponsor. Yeah, Yeah. sponsor. Uh, Destinations to travel. Now, folks, as we record this, we are in the middle of the chaos that is commonly known as the coronavirus. And you remember way back for all these many, many months, I've been saying, you know, it's better to have a travel agent and not need one than to need one and not have a travel agent. Oh yeah. This, this is that time. (laughs) So if you've booked your travel and you don't have a travel agent, God love you. You are in travel purgatory. Uh, so I think we're having a very special show. What Wednesday? Wednesday night, eight p.m. Wednesday night at eight p.m. here on Facebook, mm-hmm. and we're going to be talking to two, um, two, two amazing travel agents from destinations to travel. We're going to be talking all about how to handle all of your travel needs uh, for canceling or rescheduling or all those things that you don't know about. Right. And these folks are doing it absolutely free to you, mm-hmm. as they do with all of their travel planning. Oh, yeah. Just because they want to help people who are stuck or they're in limbo and they don't know how to cancel or postpone or whatever their travel plans. Destinations and Travel is an amazing company, and they're providing a couple of their top agents to come talk to Tony and myself. We're going to be asking all sorts of questions. You're not going to want to miss it. If you're planning on coming to Disney in the next one, two, three, four, five, six, twelve 12 months, Yep. You're going to want to join us then. They're providing that uh, because they appreciate us. And uh, we're going to ask them all the questions. So definitely, yeah. if you're looking at going And come to with Disney, your questions. Come yes. Wednesday night with all of your questions. If you have a trip booked, even if you didn't book it with them, if you booked it with Disney Travel, whatever, bring all your questions and we'll try and figure them all out. That's right. If you've ever wondered how to do that nowadays, because, you know, booking a Disney, vaca- booking a Disney vacation is not super duper easy, but it's relatively easy, Mm -hmm. but it's all the extra stuff that becomes difficult. So, uh, check out our friends. The best way to do that is to go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two travel. That's Disney parks podcast, the letter D, the number two travel, and then make sure that you join us Wednesday night at 8 PM Eastern time here on facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast for two amazing agents are going to come on board. They're going to answer all of your travel and uh, canceling and postponing travel needs. They're doing that as a, as a courtesy and a service to us. And uh, we cannot be more grateful. We've had other travel partners in the past, but these are uh, this is one of the best ones. They reached out and they've made this happen. So guys, take advantage of it. This is going to be great. They're going to they're going to earn your business on Wednesday night. Yep. I'll bet you. Um, 
so before we get into the news, can I can I gripe about something? Sure. Just a second? Um, <laughs> let's talk about what were your thoughts when the news came across the wire? Was it Saturday night that Disney World was closing? I was like, oh, really? <laughs> uh, I think I saw it coming. Um, you know, when they start going group of 1,000, 500, 250, I, I think I saw that coming. But uh, being that that is my outlet for entertainment, yeah, um, it's a little, you know, disappointing. But for the betterment of everybody in America and the world, we'll have to suck it up for a couple of weeks. Right. I think two is not the actual number. I think it's going to be closer to six or eight. Yep. I think I'm even leaning closer to the eight number. Eight weeks, they're going to be really closed, not two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, if it's, everybody uh, does what they're supposed to, it may only be two weeks. If we can, you know, we don't want that spike. We want the flattening of the curve. And if we can do that by everybody staying home for two weeks, it may happen. It may happen. Right. So we'll see. The um, the thing that was so crazy, and I had a really hard time. So I'm I'm one of those people that work from home, and I'm always working from home. <laughs> so it's not like I got to work from home for my job today and it was a different type of day. No, right. today was regular work day for me. Um, the thing that was so weird is I woke up in a world for the first time since I was one year old mm -hmm. that did not have, no, for the first time ever, sorry, mm -hmm. duh, for the first time in my entire life, right. not having a Disney park open yeah. was unbelievable. In the world. In the world. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's always the the. I mean, the, that didn't it, even happen on nine eleven. <laughs> no. You know, yeah. it was just a weird feeling knowing how dark it was going to be. You know, over Walt Disney World, mm -hmm. knowing that Disneyland, Disneyland Paris, right. and the Asian parks were closed today. There's there's nothing. You know, it was just it was just so weird, um, and we knew it was going to be a tough day. Uh, and for those of us who live in Orlando, it was just really weird. Mm. Because um, Universal's closed, SeaWorld's closed, most of the major attractions mm -hmm. are closed. Then they said that they were closing the um, the resorts and stuff. That was that was a, a very unique experience because mm -hmm. just like well, there's thousands of people, what are they going to do? Yeah. And <clears throat> so yesterday, um, my lovely wife and I, Park Hopper Sid, went to uh, to do a challenge for ourselves, all four parks in one day. Mm -hmm. Um. Mainly, we wanted to go to a park, maybe ride one roller coaster, walk around, uh, and just kind of enjoy it for the next foreseeable future. Right. And we talked to so many cast members, mm. so many of them college program people. Right. And there's this air of, we don't know what we're going to do, mm -hmm. you know. And for a place that prides itself on... uh you know, creating magic. I mean, these people just had a gut punch and, and like troopers, man, they're still out there singing, dancing, having a great time. The, uh, um, characters on main street or citizens of main street USA were amazing as always. Right. You would not have known, um, some of the college program kids started to break down as the day got longer. Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Right. Um, so having said that, 
Yeah. Let me say, go ahead. And, go ahead. and what I would, I was uh, talking to somebody online, you, you know, I think the parks should, like, they should still do uh, Happily Ever After Fireworks. I mean, I have to play the music, but at least shoot the fireworks off so we know. <laughs> you know, that's, if, if you live in the area, that's your beacon every night. You know what happens every night. You know what I'm saying? And I think that would give, uh, you know, a little comfort to people. If they just did that, you know, just shoot off the fireworks, you know. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. I can't say it doesn't cost anything. It doesn't doesn't cost anything more. <laughs> you know. Right. Right. It's not like you so, don't have the fireworks shells. Yeah. So let me so let me throw this out there. On top of all that, we went to Epcot. Mm. <laughs> Maybe it was because it was the last park we went to. Maybe it's because it was ninety degrees. <laughs> or maybe it was because it's just a freaking nightmare. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, the last option. <laughs> the signage is a mess. And the problem and there's is, a lot of it. <laughs> well, no. They have certain signs, different places, but they're pointing to weird directions. Mm-hmm. And if you've never been there, you don't know where you're going right. with all the walls up. Right. And you can't go around Spaceship Earth one way, and you can't go around the other way. You have to kind of go through this rat's maze mm-hmm. to get to where you want to go. We just wanted to go pick up our 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 magnets. Oh my god! Just had to walk, you know, through backstage and around and put rat in maze, hit feeder bar, get magnet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then uh, the worst part was there were groups. And I'm not disparaging them. I mean, I, I know yesterday was an incredibly rough day for them. For groups, groups of cast members mugging for cameras and, you know, saying goodbye and taking their photos mm. and all that good stuff. So they weren't really doing their jobs. Mm. So they weren't pointing people where they needed to go or, or necessarily helping them. No, we asked. They were just inter- fired. What the hell do they care? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I, I, you know, I'm. I can't believe I'm about to say this. I'm glad Disney closed. Mm-hmm. If they're going to let all the cast members go or or uh, program kids go back home, right? I'm glad they closed. They've done it a different way because it was a freaking mess yesterday. Yeah, just a mess. And Epcot, I just I wish they would just close the front of the park. Right. You know, put the figure out a way to get the trams from the front of the park to the the beginning of Future World right. or to the world world uh showcase right because it's a nightmare it's a nightmare yeah god it's so bad yeah i've been telling people don't go anymore if you're gonna go go through international gateway just do your stuff in world showcase and get out there's nothing to do in the front it's very it's it's impossible to get there you're not gonna like it it's not a fun experience anymore just just walk away right Uh, there's a question, there's a comment in the comment section about the orange bird magnet. That orange bird magnets are not are the orange bird magnets will not be released until April. Yeah. Or <laughs> over so they only have the yeah they only have the Donald Duck magnet. Mm. So the orange bird magnets magnets were not released. Yeah. I've been selling some of my uh, pass holder magnets online. And really? Yeah. Oh yeah. And you, I can't tell you how much you can get for a magnet, even. An AP magnet. Just th- remember the old ravel, uh, oval ones that say AP? Yeah. yeah. I Little did I know, but there are actually people that collect those, and there are different kinds depending on when they were released, which I had right. no idea. We need to chat about that. I got... We, we, yeah, we need to... Yeah. 
And All right. and the figment magnet goes for big dollars, and I had a bunch of them. I don't know how, but I did. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. All right. Uh, that's that's kind of it. I mean, I could sit and I could rail against Epcot yeah. for way longer, but that wouldn't accomplish anything anyway. So um, anything but else, buddy? Saying that about the stuff. So here's my hopes and dreams. If right now they have the parks closed to the end of the month, this is Disney's opportunity to run the construction for all of this stuff 24-7. There's nobody's right. in the park. You don't have to worry about people's safety or fo- right. stuff falling on people's heads. Just r- tell the construction crews, listen, you have the parks for two weeks, 24 hours a day. Just do whatever you want to do to speed up construction. That would be what I would be telling the construction crews. You know, a couple hundred people doing construction – uh, mm-hmm. You know, they're socially distanced. They're not going to be standing next to each other, you know, typically. I mean, most of them are going to be doing stuff at different parts of the building. So just let them go do their stuff. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Hmm. My two cents. Crazy. Yeah. Good. Good two cents. Finish Tron right. early. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Finish Guardians early. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So if there's nothing else you want to get to, you want to get into <gasps> the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. In one of the best stories I've seen all day, Walt Disney World uh, Resorts supports Central Florida community by donating excess food to Second Harvest Food Bank during the temporary closure. Well, since the making the important decision to temporarily close theme parks at Walt Disney World and adjusting their offerings, Disney has continued to take time to focus on the well-meaning, well-being of the cast members, their guests, and their families in the local community that they call home. To help other Central Floridians in this time of need, Walt Disney World uh, will be donating excess food inventory like large or fresh salads, greens, and expertly cooked hot items to the Second Harvest Food Bank of Central Florida. As part of the ongoing Disney Harvest program launched back in 1991, Disney Harvest collects excess and unserved food from locations throughout Walt Disney World and delivering it to the feeding programs across Central Florida. So you might not know the Disney Harvest program in Walt Disney World collects and distributes more than 800 and two, uh, uh, 823,000 pounds of prepared unserved food annually and support Second Harvest work serving more than 40 Orlando area nonprofits. In the last year alone, these donations provided 1 million meals to people in need. Second Harvest Food Bank is known for their vital work addressing critical food needs in Central Florida. We know the important role that Disney plays in helping to bring meaningful solutions to their community in times of great need. Walt Disney World's longstanding support of Second Harvest Food Bank also includes monetary contributions and ongoing Disney volunteers efforts where cast members donate their time to collect, sort, and distribute food donations. The organization is also the uh, celebrated charity of the Run Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend held each November, donating and distributing extra food from post-race snack boxes to those in need. And God help them, that cheese. Mm. Can you imagine if you're like a culinary person at Disney, you, you know, you make the stuff, you prepare, blah, blah, blah. Then Disney donates it. You go volunteer at the second harvest. And now you got to maybe unpack or undo what you you spent eight hours doing. Wait a minute. Didn't I make this? Why why am I doing this? (laughs) 
Yeah, I think if I was a culinary expert and that happened to me, I'd be like, man, that's awesome to be able to feed some people. Yeah. So I'll give you that. Yeah. You know. All right. Uh, this may sound like a weird story uh, for a Disney podcast, but uh, the Walt Disney Studios is releasing a documentary on the Beatles. Get Back from the acclaimed filmmaker Peter Jackson on September 4th, 2020. Mm -hmm. uh, the Walt Disney Studios has acquired the worldwide distribution rights to acclaimed filmmaker Peter Jackson's previously announced Beatles documentary, The Beatles, Get Back. Uh, the film will showcase the warmth and humor of the making of the legendary band's studio album, Let It Be and their final live concert as a group, the iconic rooftop performance on London's Seville Row. The Beatles' Get Back will be released by the Walt Disney Studios in the United States and Canada on September 4th, 2020, with the additional details and dates for the film's global release to follow. The footage has been brilliantly restored by Park Road Post Productions of Wellington, New Zealand. Wow, that's a long way to send film to get fixed. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, no. It's being edited by Jezeb Olsen. The music. God bless you. What? God bless you. <laughs> the music in the film uh, will be mixed by Giles Martin and Sam Oakill at Abbey Road Studios in London. Duh. Uh, with the pristine restoration behind it, the Beatles' Get Back will uh, create a vivid, joyful, and immersive experience for audiences. Uh, the Beatles' Get Back is also being made with the enthusiastic support of yours truly, Yoko Ono Lennon. <laughs> you knew she had to have a hand in this. Of course she did. She's got. She, of course she's excited. She's like, "Oh, this would be a great cash grab." I mean, this would be a great way to keep my, the legacy of my yeah late husband. Yeah, and Olivia Harrison. Thank you. Somebody with some sanity. Uh, the new documentary brings to light much of the band's intimate recording sessions for the Let It Be and their entire forty-two minute performance on the rooftop of Apple's uh, Seville. Not that. Not that Apple. Apple Seville Row, London office. Where there is no shortage of materials, the Beatles' extensive touring uh, early in their careers, the Beatles' Get Back, uh, features the only notable footage of the band at work in the studio. Wow. Capturing John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr as they create new classic songs from scratch, laughing, bantering, and playing to the cameras. Nice. I'm not Great. a huge Beatles fan, but I... I, I like music documentaries, so I'm interested to see this. Yeah. And I think a fully restored version of the album, Let It Be, will be made available at a later date. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, they keep remastering these CDs and DVDs. I mean, after a while, it kind of becomes noise. It's kind of like what, uh, you know, what uh, George Lucas did with the Star Wars movies. Mm. Yeah. After yeah. a while, it's like, okay, George. Right. And it's stop. funny when they remaster it and then they put it on iTunes, then it gets the label of iTunes remastered. So right. they mastered the remaster of the iTunes master. <laughs> yes. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Um, all right. So <clears throat> we just got done doing a couple of shows for our Patreon family. <coughs> Coronavirus. Um and the only way that you can listen to those shows anywhere on the planet 
is at patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. And we want to thank our, our, curtain, our current contributors. Thank you so much for allowing us to do what we do. Uh, we've got uh, an amazing tier system of rewards. Uh, depending on how much you'd like to contribute each month, you have a different reward. And uh, we've got a couple specific ones. If you come in at the $5 uh, or more level, you get the extra magic hour show and the extra, extra magic hour show. Both of those are great content. It's just Tony and I usually just bantering back and forth about different topics. Um, it's a fun show. Both of those are fun shows, uh, at the $10 level. Then you get not only the first, but you also get the Disney plus podcast. It's our brand new podcast focusing only on Disney plus streaming service, which has been, really well received it's a lot of fun doing them because we like talking mandalorian all the time and maybe a few other things <laughs> um we also have a level at 35 dollars, which gets you not only all of the audio shows it gets you as part of your reward system one disney by the numbers t-shirt each month <laughs> sent directly to your door once you uh you come in at that level you tell us what size t-shirt and just get sent right out to you so that's awesome we also have a i just remember that i did not post this <laughs> we also have a a three dollar level where you get the show with no ads so yes except for last week you didn't get that show sorry <laughs> sorry busy week yeah it's a busy week last week <laughs> um so yeah so we've got all those the only uh, uh, thing that you could do to hear any of that material is to go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast to help support what we do here. We appreciate each and every one of you. We also have a Patreon page where you can watch us record the Extra Magic Hour show live. We did a show tonight. It was a lot of fun. We played uh, This or That, the animated movie uh, of Disney classics. Mm-hmm. Great. We had a lot of people playing along with us. So, like <coughs> There's to come coronavirus. We had a lot going on there, so come join us over at patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. All right, John. Last week we had a trivia question, and it was mm-hmm. what was the name of Disney's hand on edutainment resort? The original name? The original name. I have no idea. It was called the Disney Institute. I do know the new name for it, though. Yes. That would be Saratoga Springs. That's correct. Yeah. Because didn't they take all the Disney Institute stuff and turn it into uh, DVC? Uh, some, yes. Yeah, some buildings are still there. Uh, I think I spoke about this probably a long time ago, but there was a, a an acoustic building uh, for music that really, yeah, that doesn't have any speakers. They you know, they made it so that uh, like an orchestra could be on the stage and you would still hear the sound like in the back of this room and uh, they don't use it for anything, which is really a great use of a building. But yeah, yeah. Used to be able to take like wine tasting classes. There was a radio studio, a TV studio, uh, all kinds of fun, uh, an animation studio too. They used to uh, teach how to draw the stuff. Anyway, it's all gone. It's now Saratoga Springs. All right. Uh, the winner was uh, Alan. So, uh, Alan, uh, send us your address so that we can send you something. I think I sent you an email last week. Alan! Alan! Uh, this week's trivia question. You ready, John? I am ready. Talking about your favorite part, uh, park, Epcot. Oh, yay. <laughs> Who did the dedication of Epcot back in 1982? And it's not the people you might think it is. 
Buzz Lightyear. Very close. So close. Dad, gum it. How come I never get these right? I don't know. Uh, if you do know the correct answer, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. Well, Disney and Pixar has released a new trailer for the all-new original feature film, Soul, opening in U.S. theaters on June 19th, until further notice. Right. Joe Gardner is a middle school band director. Uh, it says band teacher, but it should be band director, uh, who gets the chance of a lifetime to play in the best jazz club in town. One small misstep takes him from the streets of New York City to the great before. A fantastical place where new souls get their personalities, quirks, and interests before they go to Earth. Uh, determined to return to his life, Joe teams up with the uh, precocious soul, 22, who has never understood the appeal of the human experience. As Joe desperately tries to show 22 what's great about living, he may just discover the answer to some of life's most important questions. Featuring the voices of Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, Felicia Rashad, Angela Bassett, Amir Questlove, Questlove, uh, and David Digg, Soul is directed by Academy Award winner Pete Docter, co-directed by Kemp Powers, and produced by Academy Award nominee Dana Murray. Globally renowned musician Jean Baptiste. Uh, we'll be writing original jazz music for the film. And Oscar winners Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross from Nine Inch Nails will compose an original score that will drift between the real and the soul world. And hell. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. But, I mean, it's Nine Inch Nails. I mean, come on. Isn't uh, John Baptiste the guy on uh, Stephen Colbert's show? Isn't he the music uh, director on that show? Maybe. Yeah. I think he is. Maybe. Um, yeah, go ahead and uh, go ahead. We have a, a little surprise for you. Oh, keep going. Okay, next story. Uh, all right, so uh, you can now take your Disney spring break trip to the next level, assuming it does happen, <laughs> uh, with the Disney Decapella uh, Beach Bash at Typhoon Lagoon. So get ready for a Decapella takeover at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon, fresh off the heels of their first national tour and debut release. Decapella is heading to Typhoon Lagoon this April for Disney's Decapella Beach Bash. Uh, the renowned <laughs> uh, group uh, will perform fan favorite Disney songs for guests as part of their special concert series. Performances will take place daily at 2:30 p.m. From April 9th to the 12th. Uh, you'll have to check back and make sure it actually happens. Uh, in line with the tropical island theme, a Typhoon Lagoon is also known for the... <clears throat> the set list will feature You're Welcome from Moana. Oh, there you go. Kiss the Girl from The Little Mermaid. Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride from Lilo Stitch. Brought to you by HTO, the Disney uh, Decapella Beach... Beach Bash at Typhoon Lagoon. That's a good tongue twister. It's just another reason uh, to add Disney water parks to your spring break itineraries. That's awesome. Uh, I really think that we should definitely do that. I would love to go to go do that experience. Hang on just one second. We've got I got somebody in my office who's bugging me. <laughs> and uh, here you go. Stick that in your ear. There. Stick oh. that. No, you stick that in your ear. I'm definitely yeah. Hey, well you know coronavirus. So uh, check 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 one two. Are you gonna sing for us, Sarah? <laughs> no, I'm not. 
Hi, everybody. Park Hopper Sid just wanted to come say hi. How are you doing tonight, Mr. Tony? Good. <laughs> so, what was your going back a little bit? What was your opinion of uh, yesterday with the cast members? It was rough. It was really, really rough. Yeah. And part of it was, I, I think it was horrible timing on Disney's part. Mm. I don't know when they could have done it better or if they could have done it better. But on the other side, they kind of lost control of their cast members. Right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm not sure how much you told them, but, you know, we had we had cast members tell us that they showed up for work and they looked around and went, you know what? I'm not doing this. I'm going to a different park. That's right. And they left work. Wow. By the time we got, so we did four parks yesterday. We did all four of them here in Disney World. And by the time we got to the fourth park, you know, they had just the bare minimum staff. They had one person watching the entire uh, butterfly exhibit. So, Hmm. you know, drunk people trying to squish butterflies because there wasn't anybody to stop them. Nobody's going to be feeding them anyway afterwards, so. Wow, that's just harsh. want to play a game. <laughs> oh, okay, um, we walked in on or walked up on a group of cast members having an impromptu photo shoot mm. in front of Ship Earth, and they were supposed to be directing people around the construction, and they didn't. So we ended up going through Spaceship Earth to the other side of the park trying to find something. Wow. Mm. wow. So. It was, yeah. it was rough. Yeah. They should have, uh, you know, I mean, they gave like the hotel guests like a whole week and they gave these guys four days. So something's wrong, you know. Yeah, that's a, that's a problem. Yeah. Well, they've told them that if they can find some place to stay, that maybe they'll offer them a position back in two weeks. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. And I know, was, I know yeah. if they have a problem, like they can't leave or they can't find a place to stay, they can call uh, the uh, college what are they calling it? College Disney guest services, and they'll try and work with them to figure out a plan. Right. Well, but and there were a lot of who's uh, ever answering that phone is probably very busy. <laughs> yeah. But as we said, there's a lot of full timers and even part timers and college program kids that had other homes, people that had their own apartments, or mm. you know, lady was leasing a house yeah. that offered housing to the people who were in the college program housing. Right. So a lot of people are stepping up. Right. Yeah, I know uh, the Holiday Inn, uh, I think over on Apocalypse Island, uh, mm-hmm. the manager reached out and said, I have blocked a whole room, a whole floor. If you want, call this number, ask for the uh, college program discount, and we'll discount the room for oh. you. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yep. The other reason that we wanted to, uh, that she wanted, I wanted her to pop in and say hi, was <laughs> this little guy. Have you seen this before? Oh, that's the guy from the, uh, it's the sipper from the yeah, mini it's runaway. Just, it's chubby. Yeah. Chubby. Chubby. <laughs> oh. So when the park reopens and people get to go back, uh, this is the honey, honey pear, honey peach, honey peach. Uh, frozen drink. Now you can get it adults version mm-hmm. but you cannot get it in the B adult version. Oh all right. That's cute. So, just a tip. Twenty one ninety five? How much was it? Uh actually it was I think it was either sixteen or eighteen. Oh that's cheap. That's not bad. Yeah. No. That's not bad. With, with the drink. Yes, with yes. the drink. Yeah. Non alcoholic. Yeah. But it only holds half as much as his little body shows. Uh, that's right. Yeah it's not a when you get past his head it pretty much becomes straw sized. <laughs> 
There you go. His full inner is not uh, complete. <laughs> He's wearing a corset underneath his B-stripes. There you go. All right. All right. I thought well, he would be able to hold more. Oh. Oh, boom, boom. On that note. All right. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> Bye, Uncle Tony. Bye, Sarah. All right. See you, baby. Alrighty, so Disney legend and Walt Disney Archives founder Dave Smith will finally be honored with a Disneyland window. Super excited. It's about dang time. Yeah. Uh, stories of the Walt Disney Archives and Disney legend Dave Smith will be forever tied together. Disney, uh, Disney, His uh, Disney career began in uh, 1970 yeah. when he founded the Walt Disney Archives hired by Walt's brother and co-founder of the Walt Disney Company Roy O. Disney so you talk about somebody who knows the boys uh, right. he was responsible for growing the archives from a simple one person department to a model among corporate archives becoming the final authority on all matters of Disney history in the process uh, he's our go to guy he was uh, and in honor of his incredible legacy and the impact he's had on the Walt Disney Company, Disney Executive Chairman Bob Iger, oh, I should let Shapik do this yeah. one, announced <laughs> that Disney at Disney's annual meeting and shareholders in Raleigh, North Carolina, that Smith will receive the highest honor that Disney uh, Disneyland Resort can bestow, a tribute window on Main Street, USA. His window will be unveiled June 22nd, 2020. We think, which marks the 50th right. anniversary of Walt Disney Archives founding. Smith passed away in 2019. He wrote extensively on Disney history with a regular column in the Disney Channel magazine, the Disney Magazine, Disney News Reel, and numerous articles of such publications as Starlog, uh, Manuscripts, Millimeter, American Archivist, or American Archivist, whichever one you want to say, California Historical Quarterly. He's the founder of the official Disney Encyclopedia, Disney A to Z. Now in its fifth edition with Kevin Neary, he co-authored four volumes of the Ultimate Disney Trivia Book with Stephen Clark. He co-wrote Disney, The First 100 Years, and he edited the quotable Walt Disney. Dave also wrote uh, introductions to a number of other Disney books in 2007. Uh, Dave was honored with the prestigious Disney Legends Award, a, a resident of Burbank, California. He retired in 2010 after his 40th anniversary with the company. Holy cow. Uh, and continued working for the next nine years as a consultant for the company with the title of Chief Archivist Emeritus. Emeritus. That is Sorry. one thing uh, I miss. When we did our adventure by Disney, Dave was not there. And that yeah. is the one thing I truly, truly miss about that trip is not being able to uh, talk to, to Dave, Dave. Yeah, or see Dave. Yeah. I, I heard it was very nice. You know, everybody that did get it previous <laughs> to our trip. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I know Dave from D23. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know him from the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. All right, uh, this is uh, straight off the Shanghai uh, Disneyland site. They're going to um, start opening uh, some things with limited operations. So this is dated March 17th, which is tomorrow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Shanghai Disneyland remains closed as they continue to monitor the health and safety conditions and follow the direction of the government regula regulators. However, as the first stuff uh, of phased reopening, Shanghai Disney Resort will partially re uh, resume operations as of March 9th. 
with a limited number of shopping, dining, and recreational experiences available in uh, Disney Town, Wishing Star Park, and Shanghai Disneyland Hotel. Each of these resort locations will operate under limited capacity and reduced operation uh, hours of operation. The Disney Car and Coach Park and the Disney town parking lot will also reopen and from what i'm hearing they're doing multiple health checkpoints they're you know scanning your temperature and i think if you have a certificate that you've been tested you should bring that right with you because then you can say hey i've been cleared of the virus yeah that's smart yeah uh it's almost going to be like your papers to get around the country from now on papers please yeah. we need to see your papers yeah. Exactly. Uh, the resort will provide an extensive range of measures designed to ensure the safe and healthy experience for all guest cast members and Disney town tenant employees, including strict and comprehensive approaches on sanitation, disinfection, and cleaning in accordance with the relevant regulations. Every guest entering Shanghai Disney Resort will be required to undergo a temperature screening procedure upon their arrival. Uh, they will also need to present their health QR code when entering uh, dining venues and will be required to wear a mask during their entire visit. Now, isn't it hard to eat with a mask on? <laughs> a little difficult. <laughs> Do you put like a little hole to try and get sushi rolls in there? <laughs> I'm going to definitely filter that food. That's yeah. all I got. <laughs> Uh, I guess we'll also be reminded to maintain respectful social distances at all times while in stores, queues, and restaurants. So there you go. So um, does this mean that in a couple of weeks we really could start seeing the opening of, of, of some of the parks? I think we'll probably start with something like Disney Springs first. Yeah. And then they'll... You know, maybe open a park to see how it goes. You know, yeah, one or two resorts, see how that goes. You know, I, I think, but we don't have health QR codes like they do in China, <laughs> right? Because uh, they they also have a, I think, a social QR code. Yeah, well, let's not talk about that. <laughs> you know, if you behave, you get points. If you don't behave, you get less points. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Okay. For another uh, podcast? <laughs> uh, yeah. We're going to be talking about the America in 20 years. Um, Depending on so, how the election goes. No. Either way. I think it's going to be... Anyway, so... Um, but I think it's... That that piece of news mm. is exciting to me because... It's hope. It's hopeful. Yeah. You know. So it won't, maybe it won't be that bad. Yeah. But they did close in January. So, you know. All right. Every character you can meet in the Avengers uh, Avengers Campus at Disney uh, California Adventure. It's exciting. Once the park reopens, um, they've revealed the opening date for Avengers Campus, but we don't know what this close is going to do to it. Mm. Um, but we have some new details being shared about what you can expect to experience, including all of the Marvel superheroes that you can meet and even greet. Uh, when it opens... Whenever it opens, Avengers Campus will bring Earth's Mighty Heroes together in one place, and they're calling upon you for help. Uh, Dan Field said this is going to be the largest assembly of these heroes any place, anytime, anywhere that's not in the Marvel MCU. Right. 
I had to put that in myself. Executive creative director for Disney Parks Live and Entertain Live Entertainment went on to say, "We really have a place for them to live and work and play and protect and train." Uh, so here is every character you can experience and encounter in the land. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Spider Man, Captain America, Doctor Strange, the Black Panther. General Okoye and the Dora Milaje, Milaje uh, which are all the uh, fighting bald-headed oh, okay. ladies, the Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Thor, the Guardians of the Galaxy, I want to meet Big Groot, and Black Widow. Now, Ooh. I've also heard a rumor, didn't we hear that you're also going to be able to meet Iron Man in the Mark 80 suit? Yes. Uh, in addition, uh, guests will also be able to encounter villains like Loki and Taskmaster from the upcoming Black Widow film. Guests can see Captain America, Black Panther, and Black Widow take on Taskmaster and other foes throughout the day at the Avengers headquarters building. The stunt team for Black Widow even worked with the Disney Parks Live Entertainment to bring the stunts to life. Bring me out. Bring me back to life. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. All right. Uh, I think this is going to change slightly considering today's announcement that uh, all the resorts are being shut down at the end of this week. That is true. But as of right now, here's a list of uh, transportation that is operating and transportation that is not operating. Uh, so the resort monorail is operating, resort buses connecting to Disney Springs, and that's probably going to stop once they shut that down. And then select resort buses uh, running between resorts. Uh, that started uh, today, but that will probably uh, shut down soon as well. Uh, the mm -hmm. Skyline is closed, Express monorail is closed, Epcot monorail closed and resort buses connecting to all the theme parks are closed so mm. um, that will probably change but we'll keep you up to date as we know more right wow it's crazy hey I'm thinking about you know what that just popped in my head there was um, that couple that sold their house yes and are staying at Disney for the next year uh oh <laughs> yeah their house has just been closed <laughs> um yeah I, I, ho I hope they can go to another local hotel <laughs> they, they could probably Airbnb something yeah. they'll figure something yeah they're smart people yeah I'm sure hypothetically yeah we don't we've uh, never met them that's right I've never met them I don't know <laughs> uh, Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker is now available on to, uh, to lighten spirits during the coronavirus outbreak. In an unexpected move, Disney has released a Star Wars Rise of Skywalker via digital to help fans relax and lift their spirits amid the worldwide panic over the coronavirus outbreak. Uh, the latest Star Wars film is now available to purchase only via iTunes, Fandango Now, Vudu, and Xfinity. The title is not currently available to rent online. Uh, in other efforts to lift spirits, Disney also pushed the release of Frozen 2 on Disney+, and subscribers were able to begin streaming the popular sequel on Sunday, March 15th. To help prevent losses and keep audiences from getting sick, Disney has pushed back... <laughs> 
push back the theatrical releases of Mulan and the New Mutants and Antlers. Uh, all three films will be scheduled for re-release or for release later in 2020. It's currently unknown if other titles such as Marvel Studios' Black Widow and Disney's Artemis Fowl will be affected by the changes. But as soon as we know, you'll know. Yep. I mean, were we really getting a lot of people sick? Or this? Nah. Well, I know AMC... Uh, said that what they were doing was whatever the theater capacity was they were at least cutting it in half so if it's at 100 they were only going to sell 50 tickets and they were going to require everybody to sit at least a seat or two away from anybody else that was in the theater now and once that was done there was going to be longer wait times because they were then going to go in and completely sanitize the theater now is that enough? Maybe, maybe not. So, well, here's the good news. Once this is all over, everywhere we go will be the cleanest it's ever been. <laughs> At least for a day or two. <laughs> I mean, look on the bright side, man. Maybe the day that the Magic Keeping Kingdom opens up, you can rush to the bathroom next to the and the have a ex- picnic on the floor. The exit to the to the uh, the ferry boat and actually want to go use that restroom because it'll actually be clean. Or run your tongue along a handrail. <laughs> gross. That's gross. I don't care about the coronavirus. That is I just want to see if this railing's clean. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> tastes like chicken. What's up with that? Tastes like a Lysol wipe. <laughs> Lysol? Nope. I think. That's Mr. Clean. Clorox? <laughs> Clorox. <laughs> All right. Um, Disney is cracking down on the uh, fifth sleeper room policy. <gasps> Dad gummit. Yeah. So changes are constantly happening at Walt Disney Resorts. And with the new uh, dining options, updates to rooms, activities, and much more, one of the recent changes uh, to the booking option on the Disney's website involved to Disney's moderate resorts. The booking change affects how many adults can book a fifth sleeper room. So this is the room that's got the two queen beds and then the little trundle bed that flips down. Okay, mm-hmm. that, that's the rooms we're talking about. This policy could change effect in a lot of families in the near f- future. So this is what uh, the guest is saying. Guests can no longer book a fifth sleeper room with the fifth adult over the age of 18 in one room. If you have four adults and a child up to the age of 17, uh, these fifth sleeper rooms are an option for you or any combination involving adult and children under 18. But five adults in a room can no longer book the fifth sleeper room. Hmm. Uh, the wording on the website says now sleep up to four adults and have two queen beds and one child size pull down bed. Guess who have already booked the five adults or now receiving calls from Disney to discuss some options as of January. Uh, five adults will no longer be allowed to stay in the fifth sleepers at Caribbean Beach and Port Orleans Riverside. This is a huge change for families as many now have to choose between family suites at the Art of Animation or All-Star Music Family Suites or the Deluxe Resorts or uh, Deluxe Villa. The pull-down fifth sleeper beds are great for kids, but 
Uh, even teenagers may find these beds uh, too small or uncomfortable. These beds are somewhat short in height and are only meant to hold 100 pounds. There's the problem. Now, I've laid in this bed. A, first of all, I fit. So that's a problem. <laughs> and two, it didn't feel like it was going to snap off the wall. <laughs> but I was not tossing and turning all over the place, so I don't know. Right. Uh, with the new remodeling uh, being done at Art of Animation and also Family Suites, these rooms are much more updated and newer for those considering uh, staying in these resorts instead of a fifth sleeper in the Caribbean Beach and Port Orleans Riverside. These suites also offer more space than the fifth sleeper and are generally cheaper than staying at a deluxe resort. Mm-hmm. You knew that was coming. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, obviously the thing... To, all right. I was gonna say just lie. If you have the, if you have, if you have, uh, if you have an eighteen-year-old college kid, don't do it. Don't, and he fits in the bed. Somebody short don't like do me. It. Don't do it. <laughs> He's seventeen. Yeah, sure, whatever. Children, children are aged nine and younger in the Walt Disney World. We have eyes and ears. Don't do it. Whatever you do, don't do what you're about to do. <laughs> I love. Don't do it. Hey. But you know. Okay. I'm just saying. All right. You know. Yeah. Right. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Don't do it. <sighs> Cirque du Soleil has postponed many shows, but not the new Drawn to Life show because they don't care if you get sick. No, I'm just kidding. With concerns about coronavirus spreading, uh, Cirque du Soleil is postponing or canceling many of the shows, including Volta, a new tent show that was set to debut in Orange County, California. Uh, the new show coming to Disney Springs in Orlando, Florida, however, is still set to raise its curtains for the first time next week. I don't think they're going to now. Yeah. Um, this is the latest update we've heard. As it stands at this very second, Cirque du Soleil's Drawn to Life will open for previews beginning March 20th, uh, 2020, so on Friday. As scheduled, according to social media posts from the company, Drawn to Life is on track to open on March 20th. In light of the coronavirus pandemic, hmm. uh, we're escalating hygiene protocols across all of our venues and we'll be in communication with ticket holders around the situation. Uh, Walt Disney World has announced that it will close its theme parks temporarily during the <clears throat> unprecedented uh, public health emergency. The resort hotels in Disney Springs are expected to stay open. Well, we know that is not going to be true. Disney Springs is closed. Uh, in another post to Twitter, Circle states, and I quote, from the very beginning of the coronavirus outbreak, we at Cirque du Soleil have taken rigorous measures to protect our team and our fans. Our top priority remains the health and safety of our artists, partners, employees, and you, our audiences. Nice. I wonder if that is true this very second. Yep. Uh, Mike in the chat room is saying uh, all transportation will be shut down by the 18th. So, Yeah, that's not shocking. Yeah. There you go. Uh, talk about AMC. Here's the uh, story. Uh, they're adopting some social distancing uh, <clears throat> at locations at Disney Springs. If you're in Orlando still planning to come to Disney World and the theater is still open, uh, the AMC Theater at Disney Springs will remain open, but has announced that they will adjust the operate op, how it operates by adopting social distancing guidelines that include reducing the capacity of theaters and enhancing cleaning procedures. The chain mm. has also 
asking sick staff and guests stay home and seek medical care if you are sick. Mm-mm. Even if you think you are sick, stay home. Here's if what you the, can spell the word sick. Yeah, stay home. Uh, to give you uh, more empty space around you and within the theaters, they are uh, capping ticket availability to 50% of their normal seating capacity for every showtime in every auditorium at all AMC theaters nationwide. Once we hit the 50% of the auditorium's capacity, movie screenings will uh, show as being sold out, even though there will be a large number of unfilled seats. This yep. will begin on Saturday, March 14th for now and will continue through April 30th. For those AMC auditoriums with a capacity of more than 500 seats, uh, they will reduce down to the maximum of 250. Now, if I'm not mistaken, 250 and 250 is 500, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it goes without saying that AMC is actively complying with all current and future, I don't know how they can see into the future, uh, federal and state and local authorities directing about social gathering. New cleaning standards. AMC theater teams are following AMC's strict health and safety cleaning protocols, which include every auditorium is then thoroughly cleaned between each and every showtime. I've seen how they've cleaned them in the past, and I wouldn't call that thoroughly. <laughs> in addition, AMC has instituted enhanced cleaning protocols, which ensure that at least once an hour within an AMC building, the theater team is cleaning high-touch points, including kiosks, countertops, restroom areas, glass handrails, and doorknobs. Many of the local, state, and governments around the world are banning large gatherings, which has resulted in everything being closed. Sports, theme parks, Broadway shows, yada, yada. So, let's see how long that uh, happens and if it actually stays open at Disney Springs, too. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Never in my life would I have imagined this. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, the long-awaited book, Women of Imagineering, 12 Careers, 12 Theme Parks, Countless Stories from Disney Editions is now available for pre-order on Amazon. The book features unique and personal stories from 12 Imagineers, uh, Elisa <laughs> Elise, Elise Betty, or uh, Elisa Betty Erlinson, sorry, Julie Svensson, uh, Maggie Elliott, Peggy Ferris, Paula Dingle, Karen Connolly Armitage, uh, Katie Olson, I know that name, uh, Becky Bishop, Tori Antisio, uh, Lynn Mesa Rhodes, Kathy Rogers, and Pam Rank. Uh, together, the women represent decades of experience designing and building Disney's worldwide empire of theme parks. I like how they wrote that. Mm-hmm. Many of them have personal ties to the earliest days of Walt Disney Imagineering as well. The book is illustrated with the women's personal drawings and photos in addition to archival Imagineering images. It represents a broad swath of Imagineering creative disciplines during a time of unprecedented expansion. Each chapter is written from a different Imagineer's perspective and experiences intertwined with memories of Disney legends that are glimpses of what it takes behind the scenes to create a theme park and the struggles unique to women who are becoming more and more important, visible, powerful in the workplace. Uh, and that was uh, previously overwhelmingly male. 
the Women of Imagineering book is expected to be released on October 13th, 2020, and clocks in at an impressive 384 pounds. Uh, excuse me, 384 <laughs> pages. Just kidding. Uh, pre-order today. Uh, pre-order it today via the Amazon. The Amazon. Where the Amazon. God, God forbid the Amazon shuts down. We're all screwed then. <clears throat> Where did I see that? The Amazon? No. Amazon. There's a, there was a great show, uh, a documentary. I think it was on PBS Frontline. Yes. PBS Frontline. Um, if you have some kind of streaming service, you can go get it that way. Um, mm-hmm. And it was about Jeff Bezos and how Bezos? Yeah, and how Amazon operates. Mm-hmm. It is quite frightening. Really? Very frightening. Yes. Define your fright. Define frightening. They are on the fringe of breaking every known law <laughs> in commerce. They really? they just go right to the edge. They don't break it, but they take it right to the edge. They get real close. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And <clears throat> he bought the largest residence in Washington, D.C. to have social gatherings to hobnob with government people so that mm-hmm. he can persuade them to do things his way. I'm just going to leave it there. Go watch the show. You may not buy another thing from Amazon. <laughs> no, I love Amazon too much. Sorry. My whole world brought to me by Amazon. I watched the show. Then the uh, filter uh, light on my refrigerator came on, and I had to go to Amazon and buy a filter. There you go. That's where they get you. It's like Disney, man. Yeah. It's like Disney. It's like I, I'm just going to go to the parks and like, oh, my God, look at that coffee mug. Yeah, because they made a new Stitch coffee mug. What can I say? Yep. Did they? Oh yeah, oh. yeah. They've got a few of them uh, out now. Right. That's well. That's good. At least they're you know keeping up with the Stitch. Yes, and keeping up I with the Stitch situation. Uh, they have a new Buzz Lightyear cup as well. Oh, yeah. I almost got it for you. Tony's already got it. Rosario's got his eyes on it. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Hey, the uh, new tram drop-off at the TTC is now ready. Uh, Disney recently completed the construction of the new tram drop-off just in time for the park to close. (laughs) (laughs) Did it yesterday. Uh, You did it? The new tram drop-off? Yeah? Is Mm -hmm. it nice? Is it worth it? Hell of a lot better than walking in. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's been a lot of construction, obviously, for months. The construction work uh, altered the path for guests where you had to practically walk from the parking lot. It was probably easier to walk from the poly. Uh, yeah. That is accurate. <laughs> for months, the tram loop was uh, shortened due to the construction and guests and had, they had to walk slightly longer to reach the TTC. If you don't know what the TTT, TTC stands for, it's the Ticket and Transportation Center. That's where guests uh, actually get the monorail or the ferry boat to the Magic Kingdom because there's a big hunk of water in between the two things. Uh, They call it the 
port of entry for those uh, who drive to the Magic Kingdom. The tram service helps Disney guests who park in the parking lot of the Magic Kingdom get to the TTC. The new drop-off area is near the security check in front of the TTC. This location will shorten the walk process for guests both entering and exiting and shave off the commute time for those that enter the park. Walt Disney World may temporarily be closing this new drop-off area uh, to make a permanent change. If you drive to the Magic Kingdom next time, use the monorail, and then you'll be able to see the updated TTC area. Yes. Do do you think this is a temporary, or do you think this is the permanent? Well, it says Walt Disney World may be temporarily closing, but this new drop-off is a permanent change. Oh, okay. All right. That's what I thought. Uh, I, I thought it was fine. I'll tell you the, the thing that's funny. Uh, have you ever done like, I mean, how many parks have you done all four parks in one day? It's been a while. Yeah. It's freaking a nightmare. Well, yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, it should be a little bit easier. You were probably driving your own car. Yeah. Okay. So that made but it a little bit easier. Yeah, but it's not, that's not what I'm talking about. So we go to the magic kingdom. We get off the tram. Mm-hmm. First thing you do, you go through security. Mm-hmm. All I had to do was pull all the things out of my pocket, raise my hand over my head, and walk through. Mm-hmm. It's pointless. Mm-hmm. I have any metal on me. The things I've got metal in my hand. Mm-hmm. Pointless. I don't take anything out of my pocket. I just raise my hands and walk through, and it still doesn't go off. Pointless. <laughs> and then, and then we went over to Animal Kingdom. Okay. Animal Kingdom. I didn't go near. Uh, a metal detector. Mm-hmm. I just walked through with you know guests with no bags, mm-hmm. and I even hovered around. You know, Sid was getting her bag checked. And I was even hovering around the, you know, the metal detectors. Like, are one of you guys going to make me walk through this thing? <laughs> nope. <laughs> then I went to Hollywood Studios, uh-huh. and I, you know, I had a really horrible experience yes. a couple ago you know, with Hollywood Studios. Uh-huh. They had supervisors out there this time. Oh. <laughs> And I walked through, and they said, sir, please come this way. And I said, okay. And they said, okay, just pull everything out of your pockets, put them over your head, just raise your hands, just walk through. Wait for the green light, go. And I was like, thank you very much. Thanks for directing me. Mm-hmm. Super appreciate Now, you have to ask yourself, if you're holding all your metal things in your hand, what's the point of the metal detector? Completely <laughs> useless. And then I went to went to Epcot, uh-huh. got, off the, got off the tram, uh-huh. Walked around uh-huh. and uh, had to walk through the metal detector, mm-hmm. but it was a different experience. All three park, all four parks had a slightly different experience, right? And there was no uniformity to it at all. Mm. So I'm like, why are we doing this? I know. Um, but the new TTC area is going to be really great. What's very interesting mm-hmm. is what what they're talking about. Uh, if you're on the monorail and you go to the uh, you go to the Magic Kingdom, right. they've got the new the new uh, security at the front of the park. Right, that's going to be very interesting as well, because where everybody walks over or walks through the buses, yeah. yeah, yeah, they've got that they've got that all boarded off too. They're still through that, but you can hear all the people on the other side. So it's going to be mm. it's going to be very interesting. All right, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is on my top 20 list. Yeah. Uh, uh, which has been open, but now closed because of the park. <laughs> uh, once 
this story, I don't even know if we need to read this because none of this is going to work <laughs> after this. Um, but it will not be part of extra magic hours. Yep. Okay, so is it clear the reason behind this? Uh, like the ride system, like the Star Wars Rise Resistance, mm-hmm. uh, but it will require extended maintenance after park hours or if it's relegated to the nightly Star Wars nighttime show that takes place on the rooftops of the Chinese theater. That's the reason yes. why it's not part of extra match cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the month of March, which now it's all closed anyway, Disney Hollywood Studios currently makes only evening extra magic hours available, uh, typically taking place on Sunday for two hours after the regular park closed. The current extra magic hours attraction lineup is nothing because the parks are closed. Right. Uh, but extra magic lineup is when it's running normally. Tower Terror, Star Wars, Star Tours, excuse me, Rock and Roller Coaster, Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run, Alien, Swirling Saucer, Slinky Dog Dash, Mickey and Minnie starring, Mickey and Minnie starring in Red Carpet, Carpet Dreams. Dreams. That's the or character that? Matt, uh, meet and greet. Oh yeah, sorry. And then Toy Story Mania. Yeah. So, there you go. That's it. That is it. All right. Uh, don't forget, go to uh, DisneyByTheNumbers.com uh, forward slash shop and sign up. You can get on our mailing list and get one of these great shirts that we offer uh, every month. So go do that. All right. You're Tony. Tony. Hi. It's the coronavirus. How are you doing? Good. How about a little headline? News. And now, the headline news. All right, Disney has a halt production on every live action film that they have going. Everything from Little Mermaid to Peter Pan to everything. Everything is done. They stopped uh, the production on everything. Uh, Adventure by Disney also announced the suspension on select departures. I can't imagine where you can go that it would be okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where that is. Mars, possibly? Yeah. (laughs) You're doing (laughs) ABDs to the moon? Mm -hmm. Uh, Tokyo Disneyland extended their closures to early April due to the virus. (laughs) This, I don't know if it's going to happen. Uh, It was announced that Raglan Road is doing their St. Patrick's Festival at Disney Springs, but I have a feeling that's going to get canceled. I do as well. Uh, Tables in Wonderland membership have been extended. uh, So however many days that Disney's closed, your Tables in Wonderland will be extended. The same thing for annual passes of any uh, sort or flavor. So whatever, if it's closed for 14 days, then you'll get 14 extra days. They're going to tack it uh, all on. If uh, you've had any fast passes in the system uh, during this time, they've just all been wiped out. And we had an Ogre Cantina one. So now i got to go find some other reservation. Uh, oh they started adding uh, you probably saw this uh, this weekend they started adding the gold accents and the blue on the Magic Kingdom they had how many cranes John do you think that was like six six Christmas cranes there there weren't any there that we saw yesterday but we did see some of the paint and it was amazing it's gonna look so good yeah yeah I I have a picture I wanted you I don't have the uh thing for the Twitter on the Christmas crane. 
but it, it'd be like, oh. all the Christmas kids are out. All the Christmas kids. <laughs> Christmas crank. Christmas, Christmas crank kids. Christmas crank kids. They've been multiplying. Uh, <laughs> uh, not that you can go see this, but they uh, added some uh, seating area and charging stations over at Mission Space. So when you exit, there's now all these uh, areas that you can now uh, USB or plug uh, and uh, charge your phone and sit down and get some uh, air conditioning. Yeah. Well, you know what's there. Yeah. So when you go yeah. back, you'll have yeah. something to do. Uh, by the way, this just in. Sorry. Headline news. Yep. Raglan Road is closed oh. for a few days. Okay. Not, not going to be open for the St. Patrick's Day thing. Oh. And then we uh, spoke about the uh, uh, Lulumon, uh, which is a, like a running uh, apparel store for women, primarily women. They have some men's things, though. Uh, they are going where the trophy room used to be at Disney Springs. Uh, so that is it. All right, guys. Um, it's a crazy day. It's a crazy week. Uh, first of all, I, I would be remiss if I didn't use my platform to say, uh, take care of yourself, take yeah. care of your family. Uh, the most important thing that you have is the people that surrounding you and, uh, don't be stupid. Uh, don't put yourself or other people in harm's way. If you're not feeling well, stay home. Yep. Uh, be one of those people that just like, you know, I don't have it. You don't know. It's a two week gestation period. Gestation period. It's a two week period for uh, when the symptoms come out. So please, 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 please wash your hands. Go crazy with the, you know, making sure that you're doing the right things. We don't want to keep this pandemic going. We don't want to be crazy people either. Right. But we got the parks back open. So be smart, folks. Uh, make sure that you find us over on Facebook and the YouTube and the Instagram at Disney Parks Podcast and on the Twitter at Disney Podcaster. Please come find us over at uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com. You see all of our shows, our archives, links to our amazing sponsors like our good friends, Destinations to Travel. Uh, you can get in touch with our friends at DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Destinations to Travel. Fill out that form. Someone will be in touch with you as soon as possible. And guys... We're so grateful for each and every one of you. Thanks for listening live. If you're not doing anything Monday night next week, come join us live. I'm not sure how much Disney news we'll have, but we'll figure something out to have fun. And it'll be a, it'll be one hour of fun that you don't have to worry about coronavirus. And uh, we'll be talking about Disney somehow, some way. We'll figure it out. And if we don't see you online, <laughs> we, well, we're not going to be seeing you there either. But we'll technically see you in the park. In the virtual park. That's right. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Disney Parks.